Welcome to Booked, where two guys tell you about the books they're reading. I'm Livia Snedden. And I'm fuck, at least according to yeah. Um, according to the software we're using, my name is fuck today because I kept trying to type in names and it wouldn't it wouldn't it was rejecting them. So I finally got angry and I was like, well, let's see if this works. And it did. So instead of Rob Olson, I'm fuck. I think it's maybe because you've used too many copyrighted names in a row. Mm. Maybe they think you're trying to impersonate other people's. Were you trying to use what? What were you trying to were you using Dale Cooper again? I, uh, <laughs> um, I, I was, I was using, no, I didn't use any celebrity names or, or fictitious character kind of names or anything. I use in, I use some stuff that like would be kind of jokey and jokey between the two of us, but like nothing that would be remotely entertaining to, um, our listeners. However, I will say that at one point it said I was reading the little, like when you type in a name that they won't accept, it tells you below there what it will accept. And one of them was, it basically said like, you know, letters, numbers, and whatever symbols, and it has to be less than 30 characters. So I just typed the letter Z 29 times and it rejected it. <laughs> I don't know why I find that so humorous. Um, and I was like, I followed the fucking rules. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, we're, we're on... <laughs> I know we're not going to mention who we're using, but we're on a free trial. I don't know that I'm going to submit that feedback to them because um, I don't know that we're going to pay for said service. This is the service, though, that does allow me to do things like this. I'm worried about Livius. See, this file system thing. <laughs> for anybody who listened to the last episode, Morning Zoo, uh, I'm totally not set up for it. Wow. Yeah. But uh, it does do cool stuff like that, which our other recording software, as far as I know, doesn't. Yeah, but who wants that <laughs> uh, yeah I, you know what here's the thing and i never get feedback about this podcast literally never i know you do but i, I haven't heard any feedback on the sound effects from from the previous episode no, we no had Frank Edler on. Weird, yeah i mean i i don't know whether to attribute that to the to the fact that people haven't listened to it or they didn't care or they i don't know maybe they were too offended to comment um I don't know what I don't know how yeah but I have not heard peep one about uh but I don't know it's doing a normal amount of business if I'm looking over at our downloads yep. so I was gonna say yeah, I think people are listening yeah they're listening they're out there all right we have um pretty much no agenda for you guys tonight as uh we the lazy summer of podcasting continues yeah um got another three I think what did we decide last night four more weeks right um roughly yeah, yeah. I think by by the beginning of September, we're going to be solidly back to doing books. Um, it's all messed up for anybody who hasn't been paying attention. I'm um, in California for the summertime, and I have about three, a little over three weeks, maybe just under a month left out here, and then I'm moving back to Illinois. So there's a whole like Rob's moving thing, plus Rob's best friend is um, getting married. Uh, I guess Livius, you you would be a best friend. I don't know. That's, Thanks, buddy. It's like such a like. So it's not Livius. It's getting married. It's... No, I was gonna say. I don't. Yeah, I don't think anybody's concerned about that. Yeah, I was gonna say. So Rob, in that three and a half weeks he's got left in California, is making two trips back um, to the greater Chicago land area. So his schedule is looking a little uh, clumsy and 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 busy. And uh, I personally am swamped at work for the next three weeks. So um, you'll still be getting interludes. Uh, maybe we'll squeeze an interview in there uh, or two, but uh, the content will keep coming. Can I tell you something that is, I don't know, I, I, it's kind of amusing to me. Today I was talking about satellite radio and I've been doing that thing where I just call to cancel it and they just keep giving me the last promotional rate that they had. So I pay like $24 for like five months, I think it is. And then I just set a calendar reminder second I get off the phone with them to call. <laughs> in like four months and like, you know, whatever, three weeks to, yeah. to tell them I'm canceling. And, and then they, they do the thing where they start with, but the full year is only this. And I'm like, yeah, no. And then they're like, how about six months at this? And I'm like, no. And they're like, how about that thing we gave you last time? And I'm like, yeah, that I can do. And I'll say, I wouldn't mind paying more for satellite, but my commute to work is like, I don't know, six minutes. So I use it every time I'm in the car. That being said, I probably don't listen to a total of like, you know, an hour and a half a week. I was saying that oh, I almost felt like I could get off of it, but you know I like podcasts, but there aren't enough podcasts that I like. And then I said, 
The problem with fucking podcasts is most of them are weekly or even less than weekly. And I said this out loud without realizing that I am on a podcast that's weekly and sometimes a little less than weekly. So I basically shit talked um, podcasts for uh, the frequency with which they come out. That's, I mean, that's kind of weird. <laughs> right? Um, <laughs> I don't even know what to say about that. Like, uh, <laughs> although I will say that recently I've been, um, in the time that I've been out here, uh, my, my, uh, the, where I'm staying is about a mile and a half away from where I'm working. And so, uh, I've been in the, in the afternoons walking home after work, but recently, uh, uh, I flipped it to, uh, my roommate was giving me a ride to work in the mornings cause he's got a rental car, um, for the duration of the stay, which is crazy expensive. I don't know why he's doing it, but, um, I recently flipped it so that like in the mornings and in the afternoons I walk, uh, my entire commute is on foot and I've just dried up on podcasts that I want to listen to. So I'm like re-listening to episodes of podcasts and I'm getting to that like dangerous point where it's like, and then I'm listening to playlists of music too. It's like, usually I listen to podcasts on the way to work because my mind isn't like, you know, going enough to, to, you know, get into music, but on the way home, I'll listen to music and, um, and still, like that's you know twenty five minutes every day, times five days. You know that's like there's I I don't listen to enough podcasts to offset, you know the amount of time I'm walking now. So I'm I'm in a situation where it's like just re replaying the same sh- like shit I listened to yep. last year. Yep. And that's and that's kind of along the lines of what I was thinking is that there aren't enough podcasts and the ones I do like just don't come out often enough to keep me in stuff to listen to all the time. So. That realization, though, right after I said it, I was like, God damn it, two podcasts that are only once a week. That's what I'm involved in. So yeah, apparently, yeah. I, I know Rob is terrified because as I was telling him, he's like, this motherfucker is going to want to go twice a week with Booked. No, I don't. We're doing it once a week. <laughs> I know that's that uh, silence that, that you're going to edit out is you going, oh, my God, no, don't. don't. So, Dude, if we did just like a random chat once a week, I would do twice a week. That's fine. I don't care. That's That would work for me. We talked to Edler, and and part of the the issue with doing a podcast, well, okay, with doing booked is reading the book. That's that's the bulk of the time, right? You you would agree you spend five anywhere from four to seven hours oh, yeah. reading a book yeah. for the podcast. So we talk about it for eh, an hour. Then you on on this podcast, I'm sure spend an hour and fifteen twenty minutes, probably about twenty percent more time to edit than it is to like. We have to get that editing thing to where we do what Edler was saying. Like we don't edit shit. Yeah, in theory, that sounds great, but, like, um, I think I've gotten to the point where I'm so spoiled on, like, the episode that comes out sounds exactly the way I want it to. I'm to the point where, and we talked about this offline, but I think it bears, um, you know, repeating to the listeners, because they've probably never heard this, and they probably don't get, you know, a peek behind the curtain too often. Like, I'm to the point where, like, if Livia says, I'm going to the zoo with my niece next weekend... And I liked the first part of the sentence, but I didn't like the second part. And he said it again because he knew he screwed up. I'm going to the zoo with my niece next weekend. I'll cut. I can cut in the middle of a fucking word and no one will know. Like, that's how good I am at the editing. And there's a lot of, like, comfort in knowing that, like, regardless of how shitty you sound, when it actually comes out, I can make it okay later on. That's that's a that's a powerful feeling. It is really cool, and and I've been doing the editing on the view, and I find out that just if there's a pause that's too long, I stop, I get that pause down a little bit. Sometimes it's a muting issue, you know what I mean? Like you're not expecting me to turn it right back over to you for comment. So like that that like two seconds it takes you to unmute and start talking. Like I'll cut a little bit of that out, and and it it's it's therapeutic in a way, but it is it doubles the time that doing a podcast takes. Yeah. I'll give you that, and like, even like, so I'm I'm veteran editing now, whereas Livius is um a little bit more. I mean, you've got what you know, thirty episodes under your belt, Can, you know, like between total, and, yeah, yep, that's it's about right, and, and and the view. So um, I've put down a few more, a few hundred more. <laughs> so um, I feel like I had a point. Oh, um, the point is like, Livius and I will record the view. And I'd be like, all right, man, have a good night. And we're done with our conversation and we get done talking and I go about my business. And like, 
couple hours later, the episode is online, ready to listen. And I'm like, wow, that man just dove right into it. And then I was thinking the other night, I'm like, there's no fucking way I'd want to do that now. I reached the point where it's like, I need some distance. <laughs> um, Yeah, I have the option. I, I mean, we've lined up the view, so it lines up with my day off during the week, typically. So the other option is oh, I just get up in the morning and do it. And last night, I think I refreshed my Diet Coke, used the washroom, and I was like, oh, maybe I'll just do part of it. And then I did 14 minutes, and I was like, I'm going to stop here and do the rest of the morning. I was like, oh, maybe I'll just do a little more. Next thing you know, I'm, I'm posting it. Yeah, I think like it was less than less than 90 minutes after we were off the call, I think, to post a, like a 50-minute episode. So, yeah, it just depends on... I, I hate having things on my list of things to do. So I, I don't like things hanging over me. So I try to get it done at the next possible juncture, typically. Oh, shit. I'll just turn all the editing over to you then. <laughs> no, I really love the editing process. It's one. Of, it's like one of my... It, it sounds stupid, but it's like one of my favorite parts. And, and hopefully you understand that. I, I, I do. I do. There are times, though, where it's... Because um, we just... And that's the one drawback I have to doing is like that distance thing. Like, I just said that shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you know, 45 minutes ago and here I am listening to it again you know the whole conversation yep. I will say we talked on the last episode about Fiverr a little bit yeah and what those people <laughs> charge to get an episode I started thinking about this I was like man if I'm just editing like half because a lot of podcasts are like 20 minutes half an hour I was like if someone just paid me 10 bucks to do 20 minute editing of podcasts and I just did a few of those even just on my day off to make like an extra you know 150 bucks like I could do that Wait, are you still thinking that? Because I disagree. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm no. I mean, I was thinking. I was looking at the time that what they were charging. I think we talked about it a little bit. I was like, oh, if you want it in five days, then it's like ten bucks. But if you want it in like two days, it's like twenty bucks. And I was like, man, I would. T- I could turn shit around as long as people handed it to me, like on Tuesday night, for example. I have that shit back to you in like eight hours. If you get me at the right time, I could have it back to you in an hour done. So I wonder what I could charge for that as a premium. Yeah, I discovered, too, that there's actually, like, kind of two approaches, at least two. There's multiple approaches to editing, and and everybody that's listening right now is like, wow, this is what I tuned in for. Um, But uh, what we do, and I'm I'm assuming you do the things the same way that I do, is called live editing, where you basically re-listen to the entire thing and just cut the parts that you think, as you're listening, you you need to get changed. Yes. So that's live editing. But um, some people... Apparently, their entire approach is, as they're going, they will like put little markers or do timestamps or whatever they need to, to kind of direct themselves back to the points that need to be edited. And the only thing they do is they go back to those moments and do the edit there. So, like, let's say there's six moments that they timestamped. They go back and they edit, and maybe it takes them 15, 20 minutes, and they're done with, like, an hour episode. Yeah, I, th- I think we briefly talked about doing something like that, like when we first started, where, you know, just like writing yeah. down a time where something needs to be fixed. The only other way I could see that working um, real well is we, we don't, we could go 30 minutes or we can go two and a half hours. And I, I, we've pretty much done both for this podcast. I imagine it gets a little tougher when, for some reason, you, you always want to be at a certain time. So, like, if you want all your podcasts to be exactly 40 minutes, that would be a, probably a, an effective tool for saying, Hey, if this goes long, this part of the conversation where we're talking about how editing works can probably go away. So, you know, making a marker at the 14-minute mark to say, hey, this would be a good time. (laughs) If we need to trim three minutes, I know exactly where I can find it. Yeah. Yeah, but those, I mean, and I bet you the people that do, like, marker edits are the same people who do those fucking, like, um, timestamp when they they post the episode. They do the timestamp of what they're talking about at what minutes. Fucking, that's, that is so insane. fucking annoying. Like, I understand, like, from from a, from a the perspective of, of a listener, it's like, oh, I can just, like, you know, now I know what's happening when. Fuck that. Just listen to the goddamn episode. Like, live in the goddamn moment. That's some sort of weird bullshit life hack. I got another thing. I got a whole new rant that we're going to talk about in a minute. Where it's like, oh, I only have to listen to the things I specifically want. Fuck you. Listen to my episode. <laughs> do you listen, um, do you speed up what you listen to? That's the bullshit life hack I was about to talk about. No, I don't. I listen at 1x. I have started doing that. Oh, no. Are we going to be at at loggerheads here? Are we going to be at odds? Um, Maybe. 
uh, I've been listening to, um, which actually is another thing I need to bring up, but, but I've been listening to some, um, I don't know, I call them like productivity kind of like podcasts. And, and I find that I can take in the information just fine. But if I speed it up, I can condense it down. So 1.25, that's that's where I'm at with, with podcasts. I don't do that for fiction podcasts. And I quite honestly don't do that when I re-listen episodes of Booked. I never re-listen to The View because I listen to it during the live editing. So that's my re-listen to the episode as far as I'm concerned. Um, but yeah, I, yeah, if I'm listening to a podcast that's non-fiction and is non-booked, yeah, I go to the 1.25. All right. So, I mean, I can respect that. And um, so I'll, I'll tell you where this came up. I was in, a, I was in the car with David James Keaton and Amy James Keaton and one of their colleagues headed to a San Francisco Giants baseball game. It was like a weekend. Uh, I thought I, I was pretty sure that the Giants are a football team and that they're from the other side of the country. <laughs> That's the New York Giants. <laughs> That's the football team. Okay. How few Same. names are there? <laughs> do, do they have to pick? Like there's a list of like, there's only like 50 names for teams. And all of a sudden, yeah. you add a team, you have 51, and they're like, well, just reuse somebody else's name? I don't know. How does that work? Yeah, that's a good question. I don't, I mean, I mean, I hope you weren't expecting a legitimate answer from, like, probably one of the most <laughs> no. admittedly, like, ignorant people in the world about sports. Um, but I agree. And to the to, to reinforce your point, and we may have talked about this off, off air, I don't remember. That's the exact mistake that David and Amy had made. They thought that we were going to a football game. Because the Giants are a football team that exists. See, I and... had no idea, but we did not talk about this. I just want you to know that. Oh, that makes it so much better. But even um... I know that football is not played in the summer. So you were really with some some people who, who have no idea about sports. Some rubes. And yeah. uh, so, well, the reason is they live, and I think, the I mean, the logic kind of bears out because they're in Santa Clara, and um, which is like next door to San Jose, and where the San Francisco 49ers play right now is in a stadium in San Jose that's like five minutes from where they live. And so I bet you they were thinking, oh, we got tickets to a Giants game. There's a stadium nearby that does football. It must be the Giants football team. It kind of makes sense. Uh, okay, I'm going to ask some questions. I'm going to do some <laughs> rapid-fire questions for Rob. Yeah. Um, Rob, who? what team were they playing? Uh, the Oakland A's. Okay. What was the final score of the game? It was six to one. A's won six to one. So you paid some attention. That's really what I, I was did. going yeah, for. Yeah. I, was, I was looking for. A, I'm not really sure. The other team had like red hats, and I don't know what the score was because we only made it till the third inning and gave up. Uh, no. So it's actually kind of interesting. Uh, it's not interesting at all. But like, so we go to this game, and and I'll get back to my original point. But we go to the game. And we got there a little bit late because, like, none of this was planned. By the time I got to their house, they thought they were driving a few blocks over to this fucking football stadium. They didn't realize we're driving into San Francisco, so there was, like, no plan. Which meant that we didn't know how parking worked or anything like that. By the time we got to our seats, it was the second inning, so we didn't miss much. Me and David stay uh, in the seats while the other two go off to, like, get food and, and, and drinks and stuff like that. And bear in mind, like I said, this is the top of the second inning. They're gone maybe 20 minutes. They get back. It's like the bottom of the fifth inning. <laughs> like a third of the game had gone by. Jesus. It was just such a fast game. And uh, the Giants were just getting just annihilated. They were just getting destroyed. They were sucking so, so badly. Um, so it was a really fast. It was a fast game. Um but I think that the interesting thing for me was just how poorly they were performing, so that, that made me pay more attention. Um, is that something you'd like to do again? Are you sold on the concept of baseball games now? No, baseball games are terrible, but free baseball games are at least bearable because I didn't pay for it. I just got to go. Although I did pay for this one. It was like 30 bucks or whatever. I haven't been to a baseball game since um, I was probably like an elementary school trip, I would have to imagine. <laughs> Um, living in the city of Chicago, like actually living in the city, there was ample kind of like random opportunities for me to get free games. So I, I would say in the last decade, I've probably gone to like five baseball games for a while. Didn't you lived like walking distance from Wrigley field? Yeah. 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 So back to my original point, we're, we're talking about in the car on the drive to the, the baseball game. Um, it came up 
the the fourth person who I, I just met that day had mentioned something about like podcasting came up and and he said something where it just like was a knife in my heart about podcasting um, and I don't remember what it was it was not a very memorable conversation but the part that that really did kind of pique my interest was like the whole idea of talking about oh I listen to way more podcasts now that I've started listening to them at a higher speed. And I, like, full stop called bullshit on that, like, in the car to this person I didn't know. I was like, listen, like, there's a lot of kind of life-hacky, self-improvement kind of bullshit about listening to things at a higher speed. And um, it's funny, because, Livius, you and I have not talked about this, but it sounds like that's kind of where you got the inspiration to do this. Um, but I've seen people talking about, like, oh, yeah, you can be more productive, you can pack more information in, your mind can comprehend things faster than you think by listening to them at a higher speed and all this bullshit. And it's like, fucking just stop and enjoy it. And that was kind of like the crux of my argument in the car is like, um, yeah, you can, you can pack more stuff into that like amount of time, but you don't have that, uh, luxury of, of the time for your mind to kind of think deeper about it. Like there's a difference between comprehension and retention, I guess was my main argument. Like, you can comprehend things um, at a higher speed, but it's going to be at the sacrifice of your retention. I'm sure of it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I'm not going to disagree with you at all. For for me, it's, um, I, yeah, I don't think I, whatever you said about people, like, understanding more because it's faster or something. No, absolutely not. I have a limited amount of time in the morning uh, to which I can listen to podcasts. And uh, usually that, that amount of time realistically is about 35 minutes. So I want to make sure I get through whatever I'm listening to. Um, cause I don't like to break it up. Like if I'm listening to something that's conceptual, I don't want to listen to it now and then wait till tomorrow morning or wait until I get my car 10 hours later to go home to, to finish it up. And, um, when I did it, uh, on Stitcher, Stitcher saves that for you. And I think I'd probably listen to about six podcasts before I realized it was still on. I just got used to listening to it that way. And I was like, oh shit, this is yeah. still going at 1.25. Like I didn't even think about the fact that it was still yeah. going faster. Because your mind, like, acclimates. It's like velocitation. Like, when you get to that speed, that's the f- speed that feels normal. And that's kind of, like, that's the idea that is being presented by these, like, fucking life-hacking douchebags. Mm-hmm. Is that, like, your mind can a- adjust to that speed. And once it does, everything's okay. And it's like, mm, nah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to horrify you even further. And okay. probably David James Keaton, if he's listening. Um God, many years ago, I got a copy of The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, the Swedish version, um, before you could get it on DVD or whatever here. It was a digital copy someone had sent me. And, you know, I was a huge fan of that book series, really excited to watch it. And I was watching on a media player that had that option. And somehow I was screwing around. I didn't set the option, but it was like I was trying to, like, turn up the volume using like the keyboard but instead i hit it so that it was going faster and i watched the entirety of that movie at probably 1.25 or whatever it was but it was subtitled so i could read pretty quickly and the only time it really seemed off is like if someone was walking so everything would be fine like my mind adjusted to it but if there are like two people walking down the street they look like kind of like charlie chaplin but i basically watched that entire movie at a higher speed which i don't <laughs> i don't suggest anybody do ever for any reason but it's it's built into I think it was VLC Media Player I was using at the time. I would I would totally believe that it would be VLC VLC Media Player that would do that. But again, man, that just sounds like if there's one thing in my life that I'm I'm, I'm try to do is is to like slow things down at any possible moment. So like, uh, yeah, I just can't see a, a time that I just won't won't willingly carve out the amount of time necessary to like I'll break up. Uh, a podcast into multiple listenings if like I'll listen to it on the way to work and then I'll finish it up on the way home like that type of thing so that to me is far superior um, to the, the the possibility of, of changing the speed to pack it in I mean you I'm not I'm not trying to invalidate your point I think it no, totally makes sense yep and I'm, I'm okay with us disagreeing on this I'm okay but we have yeah, come to I mean, a fork in the road disagree with everything these days <laughs> we've come Hard to a fork, in, yeah. a fork in the road my friend 
I have something to talk about that furthers the podcast conversation. I have something to talk about that involves David James Keaton. And I, I normally would just go into whatever felt naturally, but I can do either right now. So I'm going to let you um, tell me which way to go. Oh, is this like a coin toss? I just get to choose? Sure, yep. yep. Um, podcast. So um, while I was listening to these productivity podcasts at the wrong speed, according to Rob, um, you know, they like I, they have other suggestions and stuff of stuff you might like. And I stumbled across and this was just really, really weird. Uh, I'm, I'm reading the description of this podcast. That I'm considering listening. And it, you know how when you recognize a name, it's more likely to kind of like jump off the page yeah. at you. Right. Um, Ryan McRae pops up. And I go, oh, why, do yeah. I know, why do I know that name? Huh? I don't know. Sometimes thinking about it. And I'm thinking about it. I go. God damn it, that's the former booked intern that just dropped off the face of the earth one day, much like everybody else involved with this show um, does. <laughs> Ryan, the marketing intern. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, Ryan, yeah. And I'm joking. I knew right away who it was, but um, he appeared as a guest. Now, so now think about how weird this is. I know Ryan, and I know that Ryan does stuff with um, ADHD and productivity for people with uh, attention deficit disorders and stuff. And I don't think about that in relation to the fact that I'm, I'm looking at a podcast called Beyond the To-Do List. And uh, I just see his name in there. So I realize that son of a bitch isn't doing anything on book because he's busy doing stuff on other podcasts. Yeah, turns out he is self-motivated and um, working toward, um, I think, going eventually full-time into the productivity world of like mm -hmm. helping people be more productive. And so... Yeah, like, homeboy, he's writing books, he's doing guest appearances, he's fucking glad-handing all over the goddamn country. He was in Portland recently. Um, I know he goes down to, like, Tennessee and Kentucky and shit like that. Uh, what's the, what's the, what's a big city in Tennessee? They have big cities? Chattanooga? No, Nashville? Like Nashville, that's it. He goes down to Nashville quite a bit. I think there's people down there that are into the whole productivity thing. So, like, yeah, he's got a whole life somehow he's got a life outside of booked <laughs> i've never i in the entirety of like booked i've never known what that feels like i have i have multiple thoughts first of all that's where they need productivity because if you've ever been down south they work at a completely different pace all of those people need a 1.25 times speed button on them <laughs> that you could push oh my god so all right I'm going to completely derail this because someone posted, uh, I can't remember where I saw this, maybe Reddit, maybe Facebook, or uh, I don't know. But um, did you ever watch the TV show Night Court? Yeah, with John Larroquette and Harry, oh, what was it? Harry something? Yeah. I can't think of what his last name is, the actor. Harry Anderson. Anderson, that's it, yep. Um, bonus points, what was the name of the female attorney? Uh, the actress, not the actual, her name. Uh, I got nothing. She's really Mar cute, though. Marky Post? Yes, Marky Post. Yeah, yeah. So, um, uh, someone, po <laughs> someone posted, and I didn't realize, it was kind of revel revelatory for me because I didn't realize it until I watched this, like, video with the context of the post wherever I saw this, about how, um, Brent Spiner, do you know who Brent Spiner is? No. He... <laughs> Come on. <laughs> he played the the guy the character Data on Star Trek: The Next Generation. He was the android. I do know who that character. Yeah. I could picture who you're talking about. Yes. Apparently, and I didn't realize this. He kind of made his start on uh, Night Court as there was this kind of like, um, like hickish redneck couple who were always getting getting up to like the weirdest hijinks. Well, and they I would vaguely be, remember this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and they would always end up in court for like the weirdest things, like. And and so there was a clip of him, like the characters, uh, doing their thing. And it was, I didn't realize it was him at the time, but then it took me back to how much I love those characters during like the run of the TV show Night Court. And it was just like this nice thing. But like fucking Brent Spiner back in the day was like, and I'm sure that someone who's more well uh, versed with Night Court would know the names of the characters. They were like the whatever and um like the couple was the you know the the Neddens or whatever it would be and it was it was pretty funny but like going just going back and looking at how acting happened in sitcoms in like that time period of i'm guessing it would be like the mid 80s 
man, that's rough. I mean, I don't know. What are you comparing it to? Because recently I had some um, some some issues with uh, the, the internet, and I wound up watching a couple episodes of King of Queens. That's a pretty oh, okay, horrible well. shit right there, too. <laughs> um, I've never seen the King of Queens. I would imagine that it's pretty much like scraping the bottom of the barrel as far as like any sort of talent or or you know writing humor. Am I, am I pretty accurate? Yeah. Lou Ferrigno was in one of the episodes, which is the only reason I left it on. Yeah, the Incredible <laughs> Hulk. And he played Lou Ferrigno. He had moved into the neighborhood. God you know, that was, that was the, the plot of it. So that's why I watched it. And then another episode came on after that. It must have been on, like, you know, WGN or whatever, like, reruns, yeah. or, you know, where they do, like, back-to-back episodes. And I was like, this is just fucking terrible. So I'm not sure what sitcoms you're comparing Nightcore to exactly, but I don't watch any sitcoms. Well, I mean, like, there's, like, there's the sitcoms that are, like, all right, so uh, so I think about Seinfeld. And I know that this is kind of an extreme and a later example, but not too far removed in, in the timeline from Night Court. Right. Mm-hmm. Early 90s, early to mid. I mean, there was a nine year run that ended, I think, in like 95 or 96 or 97. So around the same time. And the acting there was just a little lot more sharp, a lot more intelligent. Like the Night Court was definitely like it was it was formulaic. It was um, it was like uh, like if we were doing a morning zoo kind of show and you started off the episode with some like fucking super canned music, like that kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just like the absolute most predictable thing. Although I will say that I remember to this day, one of my favorite sitcom, like moments from night court. I was a big fan back in the day. And um, at one point, I don't remember the context. I don't remember what was going on. But at like, you remember Bull, the bailiff? Who could who could forget Bull? He he was explaining. I think someone got away, like escaped or or something. And um, he was trying to relay the fact that he got like kicked in the nuts. But it's like you know prime time, you know network television. So they they were they danced around it in a funny way. And he was like, she kicked me in the cafeteria. And that was just like the funniest <laughs> shit to me, like to my childhood self. <laughs> Night Court. Um, yeah, I, I loved that when I was a kid. I think I was watching that and it's in its original run um, when it was just on weekly. I'm trying to think. I watched two Broke Girls. Last time I was on, uh, last time I was in New Orleans um, in the hotel, there was some kind of marathon on and just kind of background noise or whatever. That's another fucking terrible show, by the way, if you haven't taken it in. Yeah, which kind of sucks because. Kat Dennings uh, is, is I like her. <laughs> Which one is she? She's the one that is, I think she's probably got dark hair and yes. massive um, ch- breasts. Oh, I didn't, I don't remember that. I remember one of them was blonde and one of them was like a, you know, kind of dark. Now I wouldn't say dark, dark hair, but you know, brown, yeah. brown or whatever. Kat Dennings was in um, like a ton of movies back when like stuff like the 40 year old version was coming out. Mm. Uh, I did see the 40 year old virgin I think we've talked about this on the podcast that the only good thing about that whole movie was the friends the like three friends that he had yeah the supporting cast was uh, everything they did was funny and wonderful and <laughs> the main story was just brutally bad um, yeah yeah well I mean that's like the, the hallmark of Judd Apatow is like you, you, you're not going to write a good story you're just going to have a bunch of good, you know, pretty decent actors kind of riff through something that's amusing enough to put together into a movie. Pretty harsh criticism, randomly, of Judd Apatow, director. <laughs> I, uh, so, yeah, check out um, Ryan McRae. It's a recent episode, too. I think it was from June, and that was on the Beyond the To-Do List podcast. I don't have a number handy, um, but I did make a note to mention that. Now I'm going to go back to the other fork in the road. Um, David James Keaton, I woke up because I'm I'm elderly now. I do things like on my day off, we just wake up wide awake at like six in the morning. And the first thing I see when I sign on to social media at like 6.15 is that David James Keaton was talking about a movie um, called Colossal. Are you familiar with this movie, Rob? Um, I saw stuff about it recently, um, but I have not seen it. So I'm a little bit naive. Sure. So I'm going to give you the synopsis. 
Uh, Gloria is an out-of-work party girl forced to leave her life in New York City and move back home. When reports surface that a giant creature is destroying Seoul, like in Korea, she gradually comes <laughs> to the realization that she is somehow connected to this phenomenon. So is it more of a comedy? So, it, you know, I didn't think so. Um, I wound up watching the trailer after watching... All right, let, let, me, let me step back. I see this and I read Keaton's post, but what I notice is that he mentions the movie Time Crimes in his post and how he thinks it's basically the perfect movie. And I agree wholeheartedly with this. And then he proceeds to kind of just shit talk the movie Colossal. But it's <laughs> it's written and directed by the guy who did Time Crimes. This is enough for me to go to Google Play. I have a, I told you about the massive amounts of money I've amassed on Google Play credit by taking surveys all the time. This is another sign that I'm elderly. Fucking, yeah, that's like the oldest thing you've ever said. Yeah, so I wake up at 6 in the morning to take my surveys. No, they'll pop in surveys, and they'll give me anywhere from like 10 cents to like a dollar for answering like four questions. Um, so I go, yeah, hey, look, it's on Google Play. I'm going to go ahead and watch it. So it's now 6.15 in the morning. I'm putting on a movie. <laughs> so just just how my life is now. Um, and I watched the weirdest fucking movie I have seen in a while. And you know I watch some weird shit, right? That's like all you watch is weird, weird shit. Right, so... Um, yeah, the movie the movie stars um, Anne Hathaway, Jason Sudeikis, who also is from a lot of those goofy movies that I think you like, the like weird comedy ones. Right? I know who you're talking about. Okay, but he, isn't he like in like Meet the Neighbors and shit like that? Like those types of movies that I'm unlikely to watch just based on. Yeah, I'm a little offended that you would think I would watch shit like shit like that. I don't know. You know who Judge Apatow? Okay. Let's take a step back. <laughs> Percentage-wise, how many Judd Apatow movies do you think you've seen of the ones he's done? Um, probably like a majority. Okay, 70, that's not a percentage, 75. but okay. 75% okay. maybe? So there you go. I would never turn on anything that... Anyway, I don't know. I assume that that's what people find funny. And I've tried watching a couple of them, and, and well, I get like a chuckle here. I watch Bad Moms. Like I was like, oh, this is okay. At any rate, this movie... Thing you've ever said this what bad moms i don't know that's like a recent like comedy person yeah yeah like an old person movie though really i wouldn't yeah i wouldn't watch that you know that was just nothing but like filthy sex jokes and women drinking the whole time right was it is it on yeah. netflix I, I i don't remember i i that's probably where i saw it i don't it would spend some time since i've seen it right. oh, you're turning me around um anyway this movie's even weirder than you think it turns out that Anne Hathaway controls this monster. Like, there's something that she does that causes this monster to mimic her movements, but as a giant creature in Seoul, Korea. While she's here, wherever here is, I don't know, somewhere on the East Coast, I think. I don't know specifically where it took place, but... That sounds cool. Yeah, it was just really bizarre. Um, Keaton didn't like it. Um, I thought it was fun. I mean, it had some some problems, but back to your question, if it, if it was a comedy, I wound up watching the trailer afterwards, and I know that sounds really weird, but I was trying to think, like, how did they promote this movie? And they totally promoted the movie as a comedy, and I don't think it's a comedy. Um, yeah. IMDb has it listed under action, comedy, drama. Um, and yeah, there were a couple <laughs> chuckle-worthy moments, but yeah, they definitely, watching the trailer, it, they, they, they pushed it for the comedy angle. Um, yeah, so at any rate, I watched a movie at 6 in the morning this morning. That's really the gist of wow. what I was trying to get to. Yeah, Colossal. Colossal. Speaking of Kent Dennings. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I, yeah, so if I were to choose between the two, <laughs> I can't even say this with a straight face. Would I, would I watch Colossal or Bad Moms? Um, you would want to watch. You would want to watch Colossal, I right. think, if for nothing right. but to experience a movie that I, I at least think is uh, unique in its story. Um, Bad Moms is just you know your kind of typical. What I think of as your typical R-rated, you know, raunchy comedy bullshit. Comedy. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Did it remind you at all of Cloudy with a Chance of Daikaiju? <laughs> no, it it didn't. <laughs> it, it, it okay. Didn't. I was just proud I remembered the name of that short story. I, by, uh, that's it. I was, yeah, I'm, I'm a little surprised that you <laughs> that you remembered that. Oh, also, if you need another reason to watch it, um, Dan Stevens, I think I closed my tab. I think it's Dan Stevens of Downton Abbey fame is also in it. 
I was like, as you were saying, as you said the name and you were like explaining who it was, I was like thinking to myself, why am I going to be a disappointment for not knowing that name? But I've never watched Downton Abbey, so I don't feel bad. Yeah, but you also haven't watched Legion, and I'm really surprised that you haven't watched Legion. What's he's Legion? in that too? That's that's the the crossover there. Is he's the main character in Legion? It's probably, and I know you watch Preacher, but it's probably yeah. the weirdest TV show I've ever seen. Legion is uh, apparently taken from the X-Men universe, but like one of those like really, really side, side, side characters uh, in the X-Men universe. Yeah. Okay. And uh, it's, about a, it's about a guy who's in a mental institution, but starts to find out that the, the things that people have been saying he's, uh, uh, you know, crazy regarding aren't necessarily him being crazy. But it's it's one of the weirdest TV shows. Um, it reminds me a little bit of Hannibal and like how it's shot and that that kind of stuff. Like the production mm-hmm. kind of reminds me. I think you would actually really like it. Well, it's not on Netflix. I'm guessing it's on Sci-Fi. I saw it on because uh, it was on um, FX and I was just DVRing oh, it. What was on? FX. So I don't know. Right. I don't. I don't know if it's streaming anywhere at hmm. this point. Well, that's a big downside. Um, although I will say that uh, pretty soon, and I don't know if you knew this, Amazon Prime Video is coming to the Apple TV. And once that happens, fucking all bets are off. Anything goes. I have Amazon Prime, and I almost never use it. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, <laughs> um, but I do use Hulu <laughs> a lot. Is there free streaming stuff on Amazon Prime Video, or do you have to just pay for everything? Um, no, there's a, there's a lot of stuff that's free, um, as yeah. as part as being a Prime member, and then yeah, and then right, there's right. stuff that you pay for by episode. So really, with them, what it seems like to me, and I haven't used it a lot, like they'll have like full seasons of stuff on there for free, but then you'll have like the current season is pay like whatever two ninety nine per uh, episode. So if you missed watching something this last week, you could pay three bucks to see it. But a lot of times, I think they purchase the rights for the whole season once the season's over. So it'd be no different than like if it's uh, if like it would be like Netflix plus like I could buy shit on iTunes. Yes. Right. Then I don't care as much. Different shit. I would say Hulu. Hulu is nice in that um, the shows that they do, in some cases they're the exact opposite. They'll only have like the last four right episodes of a TV show. Yeah. In some cases they'll have full seasons, and some it'll be like the last four, and then they just drop off as you go. Legion is on Hulu. By the way, if you haven't like used a free yeah. trial or something, you have someone else's. Oh, I got. I pay for Hulu. Hulu is going oh. nuts. Like, uh, I don't know if you know, like Hulu has started adding like you. You can get like Hulu enhanced with other like premium TV channels. So like you can pay for Showtime and HBO and like Cinemax and stuff as part of your Hulu subscription. It's so weird, and and I I know I know they're doing that, but it's like like right now I'm still paying for Showtime. Like, I have a Showtime app. Like, I don't need to do it through... You know what I mean? I guess it'd be nice to have it all in one place. Yeah. But, uh... Oh, speaking of Showtime. So, we, we use it for The View, right? To watch Twin Peaks. Mm-hmm. I saw today, Season 2, Episode 1 of Dice. As, a like, an early release, I guess, through the Showtime app. Yeah? Yeah. Good stuff, man. It's, it's, uh... The story, I gotta tell you, it's it's brilliant. Dice winds up owing a bunch of money to Casino in season one. And basically he has to do shows essentially for free until he pays them back. Um, so, like, this whole, you know, like, his life is kind of downhill or whatever. And he runs to a rabbi from his uh, from his childhood who basically chews him out for the, the persona that he's created, the Dice Man persona. And then basically casts some kind of spell on him that he goes back... So he wakes up the next day, but he's been living this other life that he's not aware of for 35 years or whatever. So he's married and he has like a like a regular job at a haberdashery and yeah, good stuff, man. I totally think you should watch the entire season one of Dice at six episodes and Showtime is offering you the early sneak peek at Dice um, season two, episode one. And Hannibal got canceled unrelated like, i don't think i don't think dice had anything to do with it i'm just saying like uh, you know why i said it you get it you i know get what why you said it at. but you know but but throwing dice in there with hannibal i mean we should be talking about like dice versus two broke girls or king of queens would be a little more of a relevant yeah i know i was it was an unfair comparison but at the same time it's like i, I i've i've decided that 
if there's a show that I'm truly going to love, it is something that will inevitably be canceled because it's just not something that appeals to a main audience, like a big audience. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but I think that as, as consumers of literature, uh, as people who read books, I think we're attracted <laughs> to, to different things in TV shows than maybe the rest of the stupid population. Yeah, but I mean, I, you know, I but I, it's the things I liked about Breaking Bad. I think fall into that, and that was commercial success. Yeah, yeah. Legion. I am telling you, bro. Watch yeah. some Legion. You're gonna have some time on a plane. I think it's only like the first season's only like seven or nine episodes or something. So you can knock you can knock it out. You know, this weekend on the plane if you get into it. I will say that uh, I, I'm I'm digging, and I have taken advantage of. Um, the fact that with Netflix now you can download stuff for offline uh, watching. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I did that on my last flight, which is really cool. Um, and I have a flight coming up in 24 hours. I could actually check into my flight right now if I wanted to. That's how soon it is. <laughs> All right. What else do we have? We're getting ready to wrap this up. Um, you're not reading anything, I assume? No, no. I've been threatening to, <laughs> but I think we all know. Um, I haven't been reading anything lately, uh, especially going into like this maelstrom of, of awfulness that is going to be the month of August. I am just being as easy on myself as possible. I dropped reading that uh, that weird Scooby Doo knockoff book that we talked about in book life. <laughs> oh no! I think I did like thirty oh. percent. It, it's not not that it was bad or anything. It just wasn't drawing me back to it. So kind of yeah. like you, I was just opted to watch TV instead. Um, but today, this uh, this snuck in under my radar somehow. I remember me mentioning Alyssa Nutting, like ad nauseum for a while, like three years ago on the podcast. Yeah, dude, I think I saw the same thing you did. Yeah, her new book is out. Um, she, for people who don't know, is the author of Tampa, which was a, I'm doing air quotes, controversial book, um, which I enjoyed. I, th- I liked the book. Um, I, I yeah, I, I get that the content was a little controversial, but I think longtime listeners know that <laughs> I don't necessarily perceive things the same way other people do. I was like, yeah, it's a book about a, a you know elementary school teacher who fucks the students. Okay, like that. That was like my my reaction to that. Um, but you know, <laughs> controversial. As a matter of fact, I saw someone kind of say today that they really enjoyed that book, even if it was really icky. So I I don't know that you know qual- that qualifying it is is. Is yeah. necessary. Um, that being said, she's also the author of Potential Force, which, in my opinion, is the best short story ever written, with Jeremy Robert Johnson's sharp dressed man at the end of the line in a very close second. So, one of two things, Rob. Either that could be our first book coming back out of the Lazy Summer podcast. I realize it'll be a little dated at that point, as it'll be, I don't know, six weeks old, maybe. Or maybe I just go at it on my own. Um, I will be honest that I did look at this as a potential review. So if you want to do it as a review, I'm down. We will keep that in mind. It seems very different in scope from uh, Tampa. It's supposed to be um, much funnier than the average person perceived Tampa to be. <laughs> Let's just throw that in there, too. <laughs> much funnier. So I guess like what people have to get over is the fact that it was funny. I don't know. Anyway. <sighs> people. You considered it funny. People need to get over a lot of things nowadays. So, yeah, you've got a plane to get uh, to. You've got a podcast to edit. Um, we should probably um, we should probably uh, cut this a little short this week. I have questions about your next two weeks, three weeks, whatever it is. So you're going to a bachelor party, right? Uh, what, yes. What, uh, what type of bachelor party is this going to be? Is this going to be um, tea and golf? Or is this going to be like debauchery in, 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 in northwest Indiana? <laughs> It's, uh, to be completely honest, it's going to be more in line with what you would consider to be a traditional bachelor party. Um, so if I had to break down the categories, it would be booze, food, and boobs. So there will be a strip club element to it. Nice. Um, lots of alcohol. Um, and yeah, like grabbing dinner. Like the guys that are like part of this bachelor party, which I tried for the record, to get Livius to be a part of. You did. Yes, you did. Um, the guys that are a part of this bachelor party, we're, we're a, it's a tame group of people. So I can't imagine it's going to be like, you know, anything like The Hangover. But, I mean, we're going to be I saw that movie. It was fucking terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Gonna be looking at some naked ladies. Gonna be eating some food. Gonna be drinking some like nice whiskey and stuff like that. Um, I I don't. I'm not in like this. Isn't my wheelhouse. I'm not super excited about shit like this. So for me, it is just like basically. It comes down to it's like an uptick in stress. I would really just prefer someone else plan. I'm the kind of guy. I'll be the life of your party, but I don't want to plan your party. If that makes sense, I don't know how you. I understand are. that. Um, I, I could I could go either way. I mean, if I you know given the resources and the time, I don't mind throwing something together. Um, yeah. But you know me, I like to attend something so I can leave whenever I feel like it too. So <laughs> I, if you're the guy who planned it, you're kind of committed, I think, to stick around. So that might be my one drawback to being the the party planner. Yeah, and I mean, but it's I'm the best man, so there's like there's that's it that's it that's just that's, that's the what only you way. do. No, no, I I understand. So, um, uh, second question. This is a follow up for for listeners more specifically. I know that it's still you know, almost a month away, but uh, have we uh, checked in on the grooming situation? And not grooming like you're going to be hanging out with the groom, but like your personal grooming situation for the wedding. Has there been any progress made on a decision? Yes. Uh, uh, so I, I kind of raised this jokingly because there's um, the the bride is a little bit particular about certain things. And um, some of the other people in the wedding party have, have kind of stepped over some lines that have been drawn. And so... In my mind, I'm thinking, hey, if these rules are starting to get broken, I might as well try and break the the beard rule, right? What rules are the? Can, is it okay to talk about what other rules are being broken? It's well, it's it, it's more funny than anything. Like she jokingly, the the maid of honor, um, had talked about wanting to have another kid, and so her she said you can't get pregnant before my wedding, and so mm-hmm. the maid of honor is like into her just getting into her second trimester now she got went and got pregnant anyway so okay right. i was okay. Like getting pregnant um um rule break as as a way like precedent mm-hmm. for me to like have a longer beard so uh i think i'm gonna push it i'm gonna give it a shot anyway uh and if i have to like the worst thing that happens is i have to go down to that quarter inch of beard so. i think that would look good on you i think you would be refreshed in in a in a, a cleaner cleaner look I, I know that you love the long locks there but yeah that's the third oldest thing you've said um all right, okay, all right. <laughs> somebody somebody yeah. has to be earlier we had to look up well rob had explained to me and then by validation i had to look up millennial um because i was very confused i thought millennials were born around 2000 and not that they became adults around yeah. 2000 yeah None of us are. We're not fucking millennials. You're a goddamn like baby boomer, but practically. I don't think I'm a baby boomer. No, you're not. I think we're Gen X, right? Are we Gen X? Or are we? You and I are both Gen X. Okay. And I, I, I'm happy with that. Like, that's fine. I'm cool with being a Gen Xer. I don't really care what category I fall into, to be honest. Are we just? I think we're vamping now to get up. We're like three minutes away from like the the regular hour. We are. So, all right, we're going to cut it off. We will be back next week with Rob will uh, regale us with um, uh, stories of a bachelor party. Boobs. Boobs. Um, we'll talk about more non-book related stuff. Uh, and that's uh, that's pretty much it. Until then, I'm Livia Snudden. And I'm Rob Olson. Keep reading.